Hello TMI, Father Scott Brown here with your community update for Friday, October the 2nd. As you know, we've just completed another full week of hybrid instruction, and now we are preparing to bring all students in all grades to campus on Monday, October the 5th. While many of you have been excited, some of you are also a little bit unsure about leaving the hybrid model and wondering how we will bring everyone back to campus together. First, I wanna start off by sharing that our hybrid weeks have gone very well with over 200 students and approximately 50 faculty and staff on campus each day. With every day that passes, we're getting more and more accustomed to the new norm, from mask wearing to social distancing. But the primary concern that we hear from parents and students centers around lunch and how that will work when we have everyone back on campus. So let me answer your questions about lunch. Beginning next week, we will have two separate lunch periods while on campus. So while we are doubling the lunch, the uh, campus population, we're also doubling the time for lunch by adding two lunches. The two lunches are approximately an hour in length each, and we'll have two separate serving lines for each lunch. I want you to know, parents, that we've timed lunch, and the amount of time that passes from when the very first student stands in line until the very last student is served is only 20 minutes. Now that doesn't mean that your student waits in line for 20 minutes. The average wait time for an individual for lunch is around eight minutes. With almost an hour for lunch each day, there is plenty of time for students to get through the line and get their meal, eat, and still have time to visit with their friends, to be outside playing, to enjoy some recess. If your child does not want to wait in line even eight to 10 minutes, then please know that you can always bring your own lunch. You're welcome to pack it and completely skip the line totally. In addition to the two separate lunch lines and two separate lunch periods, our Corps of Cadets has lunch, has formation, excuse me, every day during lunch. So the amount of students that are in the Corps will come to the line later, thus expediting the line for those who are not in the Corps of Cadets. All of these things together ensure that the waiting time for lunch is reasonable and the extended lunch hour still gives your child, as I said, time to eat, relax, do homework, play with their friends. The next thing I wanna talk about is the survey. Thank you to those of you who were able to complete it last week. We know this is a time when we are constantly adjusting and innovating and your feedback is really crucial to us. We had almost 100 people complete the survey and we appreciate your feedback. I must say that you were loud and clear in your responses. I now fully understand that we should have the entire student body in remote instruction and the entire student body on campus simultaneously, and that we should wear masks at all times and never wear masks. In all seriousness, conversations around how we should respond to COVID-19 are extremely diverse. While your passionate perspective about what you think is best for your child is appreciated, I get that. We at TMI have to be committed to doing what is best for all of our students and all of our faculty and all of our staff. So let me say a word about what you can expect as we turn to next week. What can you expect when it comes to transitioning to having all grades back on campus? As you saw in an email earlier this week, we are keeping Wednesdays as our community day. During the past six weeks that we've been in school, 
our community day on Wednesdays has allowed opportunities for our students to meet in small groups, to meet with clubs and organizations, to give time to catch up on work and projects, or to study for tests. It also has allowed our facilities time, extra, our facilities team extra time to clean, maintains a higher level of cleaning standards, and it helps prevent our spread of COVID-19. As I mentioned earlier this week, we saw around 250 people on campus each day, and next week we'll see closer to 450. With this increase of people on campus, there is both excitement and nerves. By keeping our community day with no classes on campus, we can continue these practices of deep cleaning our facility while less students are on campus and still continue to offer time and space for our students to meet for extracurricular activities. The Community Day also offers our faculty and staff a much needed day to catch up as they continue to work harder than ever to meet the demands of teaching to in-person and remote students simultaneously. For those of you who are wondering whether instruction will be compromised by keeping one day a week as a community day with no in-person classes, I can assure you it will not. Our learning objectives have not changed. However, how the information is covered has changed. And that's because we began this year in a fully remote model. We transitioned to a hybrid model with some students in remote instruction. And now we prepare to be on campus four days a week while some students remain remote. As I said earlier, this is a time of adjusting and innovating, and our amazing faculty have been adapting with these changes, tailoring their lessons and delivery to meet the demands of each model of learning. But just because the way the information is covered is different than in the past, doesn't mean the learning objectives have changed. Those remain the same. Our students are not losing ground. They are still getting a quality TMI education that is inclusive of not only content, but more importantly, skills that set our students up for success beyond TMI because they're learning how to learn. Finally, I do want to point out that, like most things in life, there's always an exception to the rule. So I want to mention a few important calendar notes for mid-October. For mid On Monday, October 12th, we will observe the national holiday and there'll be no school for students or faculty. Then on Tuesday, October 13th, our teachers will be having a faculty workday and there's no school for students that day either. Finally, on Wednesday, October 14th, we will administer the PSAT test for students in 9th through 11th grade. The PSAT is scheduled to take place on a Wednesday, which is a community day. That means students in 9th, 10th, and 11th will be on campus on Wednesday, October 4th, 14th for their assigned classrooms with faculty present for the PSAT, even though it is a community day for the rest of the grades. The rest of that week, October 15th and 16th, we will resume with all grades on campus. This can be very confusing and I understand that, so we've sent a calendar along to help illustrate the changes for the next four weeks. As we get ready to welcome all of our students back to campus at the same time, we're also nearing the end of our first three-week block of asking you to choose in-person or remote instruction for your child. Like I expressed earlier, this is way too soon for some of you and way too late for others. That is why we've provided you with choice, choice of whether you wanna come on campus for instruction or stay home for remote instruction through October the 9th. To date, we've had 45 students choose to continue with remote instruction while the remaining 415 students have come back to campus for hybrid instruction these past few weeks. I want to remind both parents and students that this is not a daily choice. 
For both teaching and safety purposes, we need everyone to understand the choice going forward. If you chose on-campus instruction and you don't come to campus, you'll be considered absent. The Zoom option is for students who've chosen remote instruction and communicated that to the admissions office. For our on-campus students, if you're not feeling well or if you're traveling, you're welcome to access the Zoom. But because you're not on campus, you will be considered absent. I want to remind our students that they must follow all Zoom protocols while attending classes remotely. This pertains to backgrounds and uniforms and other established class guidelines. Previously, we asked you to commit to either on-campus or remote through October 9th. With that date just one week away, it's time for you to choose your next three-week decision. For students currently attending classes remotely, the admissions office will reach out to you and confirm your selection through October 30th. For those of you who are currently attending classes on campus and you'd like to switch to remote instruction, we've sent the remote instruction selection form with the link for this video. And finally, for the group of you students who have chosen to be on campus and want to remain on campus, no action is required. Please reach out to Aaron Hawkins, our Director of Enrollment Management, if you have any questions about the remote instruction selection process. We understand that circumstances change. We'll be happy to discuss your situation and how we can best support your student. I'm really proud of our faculty and the work that they have done these past six weeks of both remote and hybrid instruction. And in case you haven't heard it in a while, we have the best faculty on planet Earth. They are committed to making sure that every student at TMI is healthy, safe, engaged, challenged, and cherished. Finally, I want to wrap up with some good news for our athletic teams. As we all return to campus in an expanded capacity, so too will our, will our fall sports. We will begin to allow spectators to come watch our volleyball matches, and with COVID protocols, we will resume practice for both cheer and football. Looking ahead to the winter season, all winter sports are expected to begin on time. Our preseason workouts for basketball, soccer, and swimming will begin on October 13th and will extend through the start of their regular season, which is on November the 2nd. All of our winter practices will also include enhanced safety measures to help lower our exposed risk. There will be an important information session coming soon with our athletic director, Coach Palomo, and he'll explain and familiarize everyone with the changes. So please be on the lookout for those invitations. The athletic department is looking forward to coming back to campus and ramping up our sports program. I am proud of all of our faculty and staff. I'm proud of the accomplishments over the past few months. I'm excited for what lies ahead. I love you all. Go Panthers.